Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. After years of entertaining you in the morning, they're back to bring the thunder in the afternoon. You're listening to Tyler and Will. 99.1, the sports animal. What are the chances we get back-to-back beautiful days outside, Guillermo? It is gorgeous out here today. Capital Absolutely G. gorgeous. Tyler Ivins, Will West Afternoons. How goes it? 656-9900 on the Stanley Fitzson and Gates hotline. All day long at Avalon Golf Course. I know the Boys and Girls Club with the Phil Fulmer Golf Tournament has gone fantastic. We transition up to Illinois Avenue here on the Oak Ridge Turnpike. Will West, Oak Ridge, Nissan, literally a 10-minute drive for me. I was up here, and where are we out right now? There's construction going on, but, man, they are moving a lot of vehicles today. An opportunity here, if you come to see us at Oak Ridge, if you're looking to thousands of dollars on that brand-new Nissan, why not come see the team here at Oak Ridge Nissan? Yeah, how about this? Look, all you have to do is make an extra 10-minute drive. Yeah. Just 10 minutes from anywhere in town, and right now they have the fast finish sales event going on at Oak Ridge Nissan. Come get deals. How about this? A Nissan Versa or a Nissan Sentra starting at just $269 a month. Nissan Kicks starting at just $319 a month. And everybody's saying, oh, wait, I don't want to get interest rates. Maybe I'll wait. How about interest rates as low as 0% APR? Now, I'm from Seymour, Ivans. But I don't think it gets a whole lot lower than 0%. That's unbelievable. I mean, can you imagine the amount of money that's going to save you on the life of your loan to get as low as 0% APR? And you can do that right now by taking that 10-minute drive to Oak Ridge Nissan. You know what's the craziest part about some of the things they do up here? Sometimes you have to see it to believe it. Not 3000 not $4,000. $8,000 over on your Kelly Blue Book trade-in. So if you've got a vehicle and you've been wanting to upgrade for some time, Will, that's eight comma three zeros. That's eight comma three zeros. That's $8,000 off your Kelly Blue Book trade, and that's unheard of. And uh, how about this? They can even get you set up for no payments until next year. And ask them about the $50,000 cash guarantee. They make sure you get the best deal on your new Nissan at Oak Ridge Nissan. All right, so here we sit six days away, Kansas City. I'm actually quite excited. You know how I'm already draft guy? You're already draft guy? I am draft guy. Guess what? You're not going to be able to tear me away from the pre-YouTube screening of the draft. Guess who they've officially booked next week for the concert series? Who they got? Motley Crue's opening up for the NFL <laughs> That's draft. Awesome. So, you know, I, I'm going to go straight from YouTube to ESPN and the NFL Network. Yeah. And I'm staying through that sucker all weekend long. But the question remains this. When we tune in on night one, we already know Darnell Wright. He's going to end up being a first-rounder. Where the number will get to that momentarily. But will we sit here on a Friday? And still the questions. The largest question mark still on quarterback Hendon Hooker. Yeah, no, it is. It is that. But he, can, I, can I just bounce this off of you? Please. Because next week at this time, we will know exactly where everyone's going in the draft and which balls got drafted in the first round. Who did? Correct. Give me your one week out on the record prediction for everybody. Hendon Hooker, where does he go? I got Hendon Hooker going 
and the first round to the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, so you think you get, what is that, 23, I think is where that is? He's going to end up floating into the mid-20s. Somebody is going to trade up, and then Minnesota is going to smell blood in the water and go, we either take him now, they're not going to be there for us in the back end. They nab him there in the 20s. Yeah, I, I will take him to the Houston Texans, trading back up. I'm buying that scenario. Wow. I don't know. Hey, look, I saw Athlon Sports actually has Hendon going number 12 to the Houston Texans Ooh. with that second first-round draft pick. I think that his quarterbacks are going to fall a little bit, and I think that very Lamar Jackson-esque, I think that the Houston's going to trade up into the back part of the first round, and I think the Houston Texans, I, I'm buying that, that John McClain knows something about the Houston Texans franchise and that they want Hendon Hooker. Uh, so I think Houston and, and Hendon, if I was a guessing betting man or guessing, I would just say late 20s, mid-20s, right. but uh, maybe the Giants trade back, somebody like that. But I think that Houston's the place that Hendon Hooker ends up. Jalen Hyatt, is he a second-round oh. pick in your mind, or is he a first-round pick? He doesn't sneak back into the first round. Two of the most difficult bets for me to kind of hammer out is how many cornerbacks are going in the first round, Will. I think this is the year the trend ends on wide receivers as well. I don't think we see five make it to this first 31 selections. I got Jalen Hyatt in the second round. They need playmakers I think you're going to see him end up going to an offense that needs playmakers. How about 41 to the Tennessee Titans? I think Jalen Hyatt ends up in Nashville. I I will say that Jalen Hyatt is a first-round draft pick. It's three drafts in a row with five wide receivers being taken. I think that we see at least five go in this draft in the first round. And I, th- I think what you're going to see, you're going to see more tackles, and you're starting to see that mock drafts that have come out this week, especially the last half of this week. More offensive tackles getting uh, getting mentioned as being first round draft picks instead of just two because there's no way that was going to happen. Right. I think that you're, but the one, the two positions I'm still seeing people undervalue, like Cam Smith. I don't think is is gonna. What I don't think he's making it to the second round. The corner from um, from Georgia that was such a problem for Hendon in Tennessee last year. I cannot remember his name to save my life, but I don't think he's lasting to the second round either. And I don't think Jalen Hyatt lasts in the second round. So give me Jalen Hyatt being a late first-round draft pick because you draft receivers, you don't pay receivers. You know, all in all, when you look at kind of how things are playing out right now, I got to ask you, we're leaving Darnell Wright kind of out of the mix. We know Darnell Wright's yep. going to be a guaranteed first-rounder. Is he the first offensive lineman taken, or do you see him going in that teen second three-tier offensive lineman? You're going to have at least four taken in the first round, and Wright's already submitted his name as one of those. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I think he's going to be the second lineman taken. And I'm seeing some people say that he's going to go at number nine. Kuyper had him mocked at number nine of the Bears. And then when he did the dueling mock draft on ESPN with with uh, McShay live on the air, he picked the tackle guard out of uh, Northwestern. And so now the Bears need right tackle. So that would be a very good fit there. But do they trade back? A lot of people are saying the Bears may be looking to trade back right now, and if that's the case... I think he's not the first tackle drafted. I think he is drafted within the first 15 picks, though, because people need... You don't, you, you don't, there aren't enough good tackles going on right now. Sure. So that, that is why I think that he's going to be first-round draft pick. And Chicago would make sense, but I do think that they're going to draft. I think they draft the guy out of Northwestern just because of the versatility that he has. So give me him to the Titans. I don't think the Titans trade up for a quarterback. Wow. And I think that they need a tackle. I think they go with Darnell Wright. So right now, overwhelming right now, if you were to bet on who the first offensive tackles to go, Peter Sinarski out yeah, of Northwestern the is the one who's being selected the most right now yep. as the most likely candidate to be first offensive lineman off the board next Thursday. Uh, uh, Cedric, Tillman, Cedric Tillman, do you think is, is he a first-round pick? Are you ready for pick? this? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. 
I got people over at CBS Sports. I got a buddy who works out in Los Angeles that says, what do I need to know about Cedric Tillman? He gives me an e- a DM last night. I wake up to it this morning, and I go, are you guys doing some kind of profile on him? He goes, we're hearing rumors that he could be a late round. People like Kansas City or Buffalo really like his size. So you got to be kidding me. He goes, I just want to make sure that I'm completely covered if we get any surprises late in the first round. I've got somebody telling me that they're already getting the details on Cedric Tillman possibly being one of those late first rounders. I think he's a two. I think he's a second rounder, and I've thought that he is a second rounder because of the ankle injuries that he's been battling. But, Will, if I've got some of my L.A. CBS guys telling me, profile me, everything on it just in case he's a first rounder, maybe, perhaps, maybe there's a little bit of smoke to that fire. And here, here's what they're doing. For those people that you know, don't work with the media, sports media industry, they're trying to find out I need to write a player profile for him because exactly. I, I didn't expect him to be a first-round pick. But and I thought so I could late? do it next week, yeah. and now I'm going to have to go ahead and make him a first-round pick or at least have him prepared. True story, I used to be the guy that did that for signing day here for us, and I would have to say, okay, who has a chance? to go and I would have to call up everyone I know to say who's going, who's not, that kind of thing. So I think Cedric Tillman is going to be a second round pick, but I think it'll be early in the second round. Uh maybe maybe New England at thirty six. That could be a place that I that I could see him go. They you know they draft a lot of defense there in New England, but I could see him go into New England at thirty six being one. You know what I like today? And I mean I forgot to mention it when we were talking about Jalen Hyatt. Please. NFL.com, their mock draft, seven-round mock draft, the one that they finally do before, like the week before the draft every year. Right, it's kind of the Jalen Hyatt goes number 25 overall to your New York football Giants. Okay, so apparently you love everything clad in orange that yep. goes to the football Giants. I do. What about Byron Young? He's a second-day guy, right? So you ready for this? Yeah. I don't know what it is with their infatuation with Knoxville, Tennessee, and getting edge rushers. Anytime you tell me, are you a defensive edge rusher? Do you do anything at the University of Tennessee defensively? I'm just going to keep pegging you with the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> so you think that's going to happen again? I, I mean, why not? I mean, he's been already been tied to him. I know Mel Kuyper said that there were a lot of strong talks between those two uh, between the two teams in the beginning. I, I, I say anytime that's tied together, Seattle, Byron Young, give me a little bit of that love in the early second round for the Seahawks. Uh, I think it's going to be late second, maybe even into the third for him, but give me Chargers late. I'd say Chargers late second for Byron Young because they're going to want a situational pass rusher to be on the other side of Bosa, and I think that Byron Young can be that guy because I do think he is viewed as not an every-down player but a situational pass rusher. You know, putting Byron Young opposite of a a certain Bosa to be able to try to get to the quarterback, see how that ends up playing out long-term. I'll tell you that NFL.com, again, in that seven-round mock where they kind of put everything on the line. Sure. It's a first pick of the third round to the Bears. So that'd make our buddy Jason Sway pretty happy. Well, the Monsters of the Midway needing more people to get to the quarterback there at the NFC North. Oak Ridge Nissan is where you can find us. Hey, when you drive by here on Illinois Avenue, give us a honk. We're right outside. Yes. We, we wanted to see the flowers. We wanted to see. Look, if you know where the wacky wave and inflatable tube men are, you can find the wacky. We're not talking about you and I. Yeah. I'm talking about you can see everything that they're doing here. All the dust, all the rebuild. It's about to be brand spanking new coming up this summer here at Oak Ridge Nissan. And look, if you're looking for a pre-owned vehicle and you're, you're in the market right now, check out the Q-certified pre-owned vehicles they have at Oak Ridge Nissan. How about a seven-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty that they have on their Q-certified vehicles? And we're sitting right in front of them right now. There is a massive selection right now at Oak Ridge Nissan. It's not picked over. You are not going to have to settle. You're going to be able to find the vehicle that you want at Oak Ridge Nissan. All right, so much to dive into before 7 o'clock tonight. It's happening, Tyler and Will Afternoons on your flagship station for Tennessee Sports, 99.1, the Sports Animal.
What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day. Plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. He once gambled on his nephew's second grade field day. Tyler Ivins is live on Tyler and Will. Milton steps He's got up him. In, flips it long downfield. Wide open, Keaton. Touchdown, Tennessee. Joe Milton made it look easy. He just flipped that ball downfield. 46 yards to a wide open Ramel Keaton. And Tennessee answers with a big touchdown here in the fourth quarter to go up on Clemson 27-14. Bob Kesslin and Pat Ryan on the Vol Network. That was the dagger in Miami. Volunteers would go on to defeat Clemson 31-14 back in January in the 2023 Orange Bowl. Leading the Volunteers back to a New Year's Six championship. Tyler and Will Afternoons here from Oak Ridge Nissan here on the Turnpike at Illinois Avenue. And Joe Milton, the opportunity right now is ahead of him. Seventh in the Heisman odds. He already spoke after the orange and white game how he has a lot on the plate, but he's reminding himself to have fun while continuing to take this opportunity that he has earned, Will West. Not been given, earned. And now Joe Milton has an opportunity to kind of back up everything his best friend and roommate, Hinton Hooker, left behind for him to continue as Tennessee pushes forward with Aldo Mo Milton bit from 2022. Yeah, look, and I will look. So I, I, I'm going to tell you, I actually saw this today in Josh and Swain's newsletter. And you're going to want to hear this audio. Um, it's Josh and Swain's newsletter that they have. And if you don't subscribe to it, I'm not just saying this because Ward's my guy. And Jason's probably the dude in media that I probably like. I like I think that that is on the same wavelength you and I are the yeah. most. So I guess I've always had a lot of respect for Jason because of that. But I'm, I'm not just saying that to juice these guys up. But it's a really good newsletter, and they have things like this that slip through the cracks because I'm not following Sirius XM College Sports every not day in, day out on Twitter, but they are. So there was a Aaron Murray on Sirius XM this week had this to say about Joe Milton. Joe's the guy. Joe, Joe is, right. is, is the most talented quarterback in America. And right. and I think Nico knew that heading in. America? In. Did you just say in America? He is the most talented. He is the most gifted quarterback in America. He is. He is. He is the best arm. He mm. is extremely athletic. I mean, the dude can you know dunk a basketball like it's nothing. I'm watching pregame last year. I had one of their games, and all the quarterbacks are doing all this crazy stuff, having fun before the game, and he's jumping up, catching one handers in the back of the end zone, dunking it over the goalpost. I mean, he's a great athlete, and he's a gigantic human being and can throw the ball huge plus yards so yeah i think he is the most gifted quarterback in america does it make you the best quarterback like let's once again anthony richardson is the most gifted quarterback right now heading into this draft 
does not make him a better best quarterback. Does not make them a for sure NFL superstar. There, there, he can throw the ball better than anyone, and we all know his measurables and, and how athletic he is. Doesn't make you a Pro Bowler. So that's 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 two different things. Joe Milton, most gifted quarterback in America. We'll see if it translates now into potential, gotcha. you know, All American status. Your thoughts when you hear Aaron Murray, who is the only passer in the history of the SEC to have four seasons of 3,000 yards passing. And let's all remember, Aaron Murray tried to warn everybody about uh, Jeremy Pruitt. Uh, This is one heck of a uh, vote of confidence. Yeah. This is one heck of a push in the right direction. I mean, look, everybody here already knows what the ceiling can be. There isn't one. It's a retractable roof. Joe Milton can go as high as the sky. He could be a space cadet if he wants to be. But, Will, it's that one little instance. I'm talking index finger to thumb distance of when can he finally fully put it together. Because when it's this, when there is no gap, he is an NFL starter. The guy can go in there. He has the look. He has the build. He has the knowledge. He has the skills. But what's it going to take and who's going to be that person? Is it going to end up being somebody like Josh Heupel who can finally make it click for this man? And I also reiterate, this man's only started four games since he got to Knoxville. But, man, oh, man, does he show in flashes when games are already hand. He has no problem making things even messier with his boot to the heel of somebody's throat. And, and the thing, look, Milton is that talented, though. This is why I keep saying if Joe Milton, the light switch really is on for him, he's an NFL starter. Yes. He's a franchise NFL quarterback because he's Cam Newton's size with Matt Stafford's arm. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, he, he is. But, but we've seen two years of Michigan, year here, Light switch wasn't on. And then you saw at the end of last year, let's not forget, again, those numbers are insane that Joe Milton had at the end of last season. I know it's Vanderbilt, but it's also Clemson, who's going to have two of their front seven drafted in the first 60 picks of the draft. Accurate. So, I mean, that's – and his numbers are 204 passer rating, (laughs) 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. Say that again. 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions, over 900 yards passing. He has yet to throw a pick since he got to Knoxville. Yeah. Well, I get, did he not two years ago in the Pittsburgh game? Did he not do it? Am I remember, remember, no, that was that was Hendon. You're right. Hendon threw it in the middle. Back, yeah. And he had just taken he, over. That's right. Him. Now, part of that's because nobody could catch the balls he was throwing two years ago. He, he was breaking the hands of the cornerbacks. Honesty. <laughs> he could throw it right to somebody, but they were going to yeah. eat it I and mean, it was in the ground. Yeah, somebody else caught it. It was just the guy was in row six. Yeah. But that dude, the last switch has come on. So the one thing I think he has to work on is how quickly he gets rid of the ball while also having touch. Right. That's the one thing. And you saw them work on that here in the orange and white game. But that is a strong indictment. That is a strong endorsement. Frankly, it's the strongest endorsement I've heard about a Tennessee player in a really long time. And, and it wasn't getting that endorsement. It, well, nobody was. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good, great. Age was a dang good quarterback. I like to give him a hard time, and I know he's not listening, or I would never say this on the air. Age was a really good quarterback. <laughs> and age didn't get that. You know what I mean? Like, at age, statistically... One of the three, four best seasons in the history of the sport, or history of Tennessee football. Like, he wasn't getting that. That's, that's, you might go back to Schuler before somebody said that about a Tennessee quarterback. And to say he's the most gifted quarterback in the nation. And that's, that's a guy that knows in Aaron Murray. All right. So quickly before we hit the reset, not to go being John Malkovich here, but being Joe Milton, getting into his head. What can Tennessee do this year? Or what do you believe has been lapsing? or lacking where Tennessee hasn't been able to close that gap to make him that next superstar in a, in a Josh Heifel-led offense? Uh, I, look, I, I don't think it's Tennessee's been lacking. I think he had a long way to go. 
Because and, and it can be difficult for quarterbacks that like to just sling it. Because you're always th- you, you want guys that can thread it, thread a small window, right. beat people with their arm, do those things. It's just a matter of you also got to know when to use touch sometimes and things like that. And so, and he did a great job learning that growing last year. But think about two years ago to last year, the difference in Joe Milton. Now imagine if you can have, I'm going to be really conservative, a 50% improvement above of what you saw in the last, from two years ago to last year. Wow. If he's only 50% better from, from how much he improved in that one season. And that's, that's, that's reasonable that, to say that that could happen. But Joe Milton, that's why I keep saying if, if the light switch is, look, I think Tennessee, and I saw this on the FBI, FBI, I've said at the beginning of the year, I think Tennessee is going to be an 8-4 and four football team, maybe 9-3. and three. If the light switch is on for Joe Milton, that changes everything, and Tennessee's a playoff contender, and Joe Milton's the starting quarterback in the NFL for a decade. Is Joe Milton the most talented quarterback in America? 656 1-866-656-9900. We'll even read your text as well. That on the Stanley Fitzgerald and Gates hotline here on the Turnpike at Oak Ridge, Illinois Avenue. It's Oak Ridge Nissan, Tyler and Will Afternoons on 99.1, the sports animal. If you can hit it, kick it, drive it, or shoot it, we cover it. This is Tyler and Will on 99.1, the sports animal. Just talking shop right now with Scott Grop. Scott's going to be joining the program coming up before 4 o'clock today. Where are we? Well, anytime you bring up Scott's name, you know you're probably on the corner of Oak Ridge, Illinois Avenue. We are here at Oak Ridge Nissan, and we're going to be with you up until 7 o'clock today. I'm telling you, if you're looking for that opportunity to steal a deal, and I mean steal in all capital letters, underline, we're giving you that opportunity today because let me ask you a question. Who's giving you $8,000 off on your Kelly Blue Book trade-in? Gosh, there's so many things more to get into when Scott joins the program coming up in the next couple of minutes right here uh, on Tyler and Will. So did you not just hear the news? There's a lot of big news that are coming up. You just had the Oakland Athletics find out that they, they're not going to call California home anymore. They have bought a plot of land and with plans to build a $1.1 billion stadium there in the suburbs of Las Vegas. So now the Oakland fan base, within about the sum of seven years, are going to have their heart ripped out twice by the city of Las Vegas, which, by the way, for anybody who is shocked by this, you shouldn't be. First the Raiders, now the Athletics. Will, the conversation piece isn't about the A's staying out on the West Coast or near the West in the Pacific time zone. But, brother, if you're going to move one team between Ron DeSantis and all the things happening when it comes to government legislation legislation in the state of Florida, they're winning now consistently but I know Nashville's very hungry, and they're very interested to find out how the Tampa Bay Rays are going to fare this season. Hey, look, it's one of, one of two things is going to happen. The Rays are going to move to Nashville, which they seem to want to split if they move. Half Montreal, half Nashville if they oh. move. And I think that's a bad decision. That's or an awful decision. The MLB is going to 32 teams, right? Oh, absolutely. They're going to – oh, well, here's the thing. You're going to see expansion in some yeah, form. Yeah. They want that to happen. They just want to make sure that they just want to make sure that they have a kind of everything kind of lined up perfectly what they want to do. Let me tell you this right now. Do you know what happened last time they were splitting cities with a franchise? Coincidentally, it was with the Montreal Expos. They were sending them to Puerto Rico to play half their games at Hiram Boca Chica Stadium 
It was not going well. Is that the real name, by the way? Hiram Boca Chica Stadium. That's kind of awesome. How would I know that? Because the Expos and the Mets share the same division. (laughs) And I would go to bed at night sometimes, and they'd get rained on, and they'd be like, back at Hiram Boca Chica Field. And I was like, how do I know that saying this? But, yeah, they were splitting time before they became the Washington Nationals. The Expos were between D.C., Montreal, and Puerto Rico. Montreal has already had to do splitsies before. You know who didn't like it? Montreal. But here's the problem. You don't like it, Montreal? It's awesome that you sold out in about 25 minutes a three-game exhibition series with the Toronto Blue Jays. But, Will West, you want to have something stick in Montreal? You want Yuppie, their mascot, running up and down the stands again? Everybody talks about the 94 season. Oh, my goodness. Vlad Guerrero, Bartolo Colon, they were going to win the World Series in 94. People stop going to the games. It's a hockey country. Toronto has done a nice job of supporting that team, but they haven't been relevant since they went back-to-back in the 90s. Will, I'm sorry. As much as I'd love to see Montreal back and have a franchise again, Nashville, right now, one of the largest growing cities in the United States, and they are starving for another professional team in that city. All right. It's going to happen, right? Like, it's going to happen The Nashville's getting a franchise sooner rather than later. I would love to see the Rays stay in Tampa and then build a stadium in Tampa. That's what I would like to see. As would I. And Nashville get an expansion franchise. Here's the question that I have, though. Our Braves fans, are South, Southeast people, Tennessee people, Knoxville people, will they cheer for the home state team in Nashville, or will they stay Braves fans? They'll do the thing that I can't stand that fan bases do, and you always rip me for it. What? I don't like people who can cheer. I don't like people who pledge their allegiances to more than one fan well, base. Well, what, what if you're AL and NL, though? That's, 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 see, that's trash. You don't play that often. That's trash. That's yeah, AL and NL, it's fine. You play all the time now. There's Not no more all the time. You played literally every team every year now. Yeah, yeah, but once. Like, it's okay. Fine. That, to me, is the equivalent of the people who were like, go Pats, go. And Tom Brady's been traded to the Buccaneers. I've always loved Tampa. That's yeah, yeah. my NFC team. I Like, get, get out. I, I am a Giants fan. I will always pull for the Titans if they're not playing the Giants. Right. Because that's the home state team, and I would like to see them be successful. If the – I am a Dodgers fan. If the – when Nashville gets a team, I will cheer for them. And honestly, I, I am that guy. The Rays are my, are my ALT. Don't be that guy. And now, let's be honest, though. I'm not watching 162 like Eric Kane. They're on, Literally on a last night, night, you watched the Rays play, and then you watched the Clippers-Suns <laughs> game. Uh, no, I didn't. I watched the Sixers play, and I turned it off after the officiating. And I oh, was done. Hard went, boop, boop. And then I watched the Mandalorian season finale, uh, which oh. was amazing. By oh. the uh, oh. It was a, as good of an episode of television as, as I've ever seen. I digress, okay. though. I think that's what people will do, but I don't think – look, there were people, though, that grew up being fans of – the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, the Atlanta Falcons, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the became Titans fans. And so I okay. do wonder how many people will be, that are Braves fans now if the in-state team, but they're not watching every night like Eric Kane. I just wonder how many of those people will become fans of the Nashville Sounds or whatever they're going to be called once they get there. You will not get the diehard Braves, Eric Kane's 162s. You will not. Andy White, you're not getting him. You're not getting a lot of people that I know that are like dyed in the wool Braves. That's that's my team. If you know who Jeff Blauser is, you're not leaving the Atlanta Braves. Let's just say that. But if the Atlanta Braves did something like, gee, I don't know, Will, were forced to change their team name for political reasons, or in fact they were just the – don't want to call them fair weather, but the casual baseball fan, like when the Braves go through their reset like every like eight years and they're bad for like one and a half seasons and then they hit the escalator north and they're great, that 18-month or that we might have to change our name to the Hammers or some stupid idea because they don't want to be called the Braves anymore or they won't let them, 
that's when you'll start seeing the Nashville Sound slash Stars Nashville baseball franchise because the Rays, they have some of the smartest baseball minds in the front office across the entire league. What would happen, Will, if you took the smartest baseball minds when it came to all the war, the numbers, and all of the mind-blowing statistics and put it behind an ATM machine where you could get anything at any time, given anything? Oh, yeah, by the way, hey, what's up? you got to decide. Do you want to live out in Las Vegas? Do you want to live in Seattle? Do you want to live in Toronto? Or do you want to live in the south where your wife literally wants to live, your kids want to grow up in the south, in one of the largest growing cities in Nashville? Fighting other cities for that coin probably won't be as difficult because people love the South and they love Nashville, Tennessee. Well, yeah, they they would have everything right there. But a lot of Nashville is transient, right? It's not people from Tennessee. So I do wonder, like, Fair. So, but, but I will be real. The, the, the Titans, like in the, state of Na- in the city of Nashville, we know the people who do sports media there and things like that. Titans games will pull double what Tennessee games pull, right? right. And football games. And, so, and nobody thought that was going to be the case. But it took a little while they got there. Um, I do wonder, I do think, look, people who don't have baseball allegiances or haven't watched a lot of baseball, if they go to a game and have a good time, I think it could end up being that. I do wonder how good they can be because Nashville still, from a baseball, look, from a baseball standpoint, Atlanta's a mid-market, right? The way Atlanta's they spend a, is yeah, mid-market, yeah, too. That's a top 10 market in America. Number but, nine, last I checked, yeah, like yeah, in the media. Yeah. Number nine. It's the number nine media market in, in, in America, and it's... It's small con- because of baseball because New York has two teams. L.A. has two teams. San Francisco has two teams. Chicago has two yeah. teams. And so you find yourself middle of the pack where you can spend. Nashville's a lot smaller than Atlanta. So their spending is not going to be great, and that absolutely matters in baseball in this day and age. I know we're seeing with because of RSNs, the San Diego Padres get a really nice RSN and new ownership, and they're able to spend. Slaughter those but already. those are all going away, regional sports networks. They're all going to die in the next five years. Hashtag in the blackout. And I'll be honest with you, they're going to be done by 2025. Thank goodness. So, so blackouts will be over before no, no, college no. spring well, games will be over. What it'll be is you're going to have to pay how many dollars a month to watch your team, period. That's yeah. what it's going to end up being. But that's billions of dollars of revenue over a 20-year period. I want to say it was like $4 billion they got over 20 years for the Padres for their RSN, which meant you can go sign all these guys. You could be doing a lot worse. They'll be living in Southern yeah, yeah, California yeah. with that kind of And, and that because yeah. that's a smaller market. Yeah. National, a new national team ain't getting that. So, so who's gonna, who's gonna put? So where are you gonna get the cash to be able to support a team? Fans will be there, but where the money's coming from right now in baseball is RSNs, and it ain't, and it ain't gonna be there in two years. Well, there are quite a few billionaires with a B who the new thing used to be collecting artwork. Fancy foreign cars. Guess what the new thing, the, li- the little loop in the belt? Owning sports franchises. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. I might put a bit in for the Washington Commanders. I, I saw, I read something yesterday that a lot of people are saying Elon actually is, he could have bought two different sports franchises and still saved $30 billion by, instead of buying Twitter. And he's like, man. And then he was kind of like, wow, I could have had that to play with instead of this. And I'm like, I don't blame him. He, he's, that's right. He's right. That, yeah, yeah that, is, uh, that is a lot of, I mean, it. But you're right. This is the new thing. But here's the thing. So people stay with gonna, me. But people are going to lose money. Okay. Like, you didn't become a multi-billionaire because you're just willing to throw money in the street. So the only franchises that do that, frankly, have two things. Chinese tech money, Middle Eastern oil money. Fact, fact. And yet that's not who's going to buy the Nashville franchise. Okay. Nashville or Portland, Oregon? Portland will have – Phil Knight will be involved in that. Phil Knight will be involved in that, and somebody from Silicon Valley will be involved in that. Nashville, Tennessee, 
or Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, that's the you'll find somebody who wants to do that because there are some there are some big tech companies that are based in Salt Lake City. But Nashville is going to get one first because they know that people will show up because they, I mean, for God's sakes, to show up to NHL games. You know what I mean? Yeah. In droves. So if you're going to show up for a mediocre NFL team in droves, there's a really good chance that you'll show Major- up for for a base, Major League Baseball team. Major League Baseball going to either Charlotte or San Antonio because Texas doesn't need a third Major League franchise. Or Austin. It's going to be Portland and Nashville, right? Not necessarily. Austin could be the other one that it is. No, if you're talking about – okay, now we're talking about expansion. expansion. The two expansion Tampa's franchises. Tampa's going to Nashville. You think that's going to happen? I know it's happening. The two expansion franchises are going to end up being, I'm telling you, it will be Portland, Oregon, and the other one is going to be a combination of, you're either looking at a, Montreal is going to get a second whack at this. And if they do not 100% clear the hurdle and show that they are all in like cahoots or like all we're ready, the largest United States city based on capital population that's not have a franchise of any sorts. Austin, Texas. I, I will say, Austin, I think, could be there. There's a lot of concern Portland with the Austin. Houston television market that that would be a problem. It's always been a problem, right? But there is a – it is a recipe for disaster to split time between Nashville and Montreal. That is, that is, a, that is demanding failure because every sport but the NFL right now in professional sports is tribal. And there's just no way that you're splitting that tribe between two places like Nashville and Montreal that are so culturally different and so far apart. It ain't ever going to work. Keep an eye on Charlotte. Brian Rice says, don't care about Nashville, chop on. Hashtag chop on. That's what Brian says. Does Brian Rice know who Jeff Blauser is? Uh, Yeah, Brian definitely knows who Jeff Blauser is. Brian Rice probably has multiple Jeff Blauser jerseys. You know he does. And guess what? You're never going to get Brian to not pledge his allegiance to the Jeff Blauser Braves. You know, I just, uh, if you can tell me who the double play combination was in 2005 for the Atlanta Braves, Rafael Fakal, Marcus Giles, you're never going to leave your alliance of the Atlanta Braves. We do it for the A. Tyler Ivins, Will West, got a ride with Ivins play for you. Plus, I want to hear from Scott Gropp. I want to find out why in just a 10 minute drive, you can save thousands. I can't do it as good as him. We need the man who's behind it, the author of the authenticity. He's going to be joining us next on the Turnpike, Oak Ridge, Turnpike, Illinois Avenue. A little dusty, but tons of savings to be found right here. Oak Ridge Nissan as construction continues. We're outside this beautiful, gorgeous Friday afternoon on 99.1, the sports animal. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. If you can hit it, kick it, drive it, or shoot it, we cover it. This is Tyler and Will on 99.1, the sports animal. All right, 12 minutes ahead of the hour of 4 o'clock. We got a lot we got to get into. Scott Gropp set to join us here from Oak Ridge Nissan. Before we get Scott on here, let's just go ahead and quickly get your pick in for the day. Ride with Divins for a Friday here on Tyler and Will. When the underdogs are howling, he answers the call. 
It's Riding with Ivans on 99.1, the sports animal. Hey, Guillermo, we took care of business last night. There you go. Mets took care of it on the West Coast. We have now hit four of our last five. We've now hit 18 of our last 24, my friend. We keep things rolling today. Did you know that every single one of Texas's 11 wins, they've won by multiple runs except once? 10 of their 11 wins, they've won by multiple runs. They've got the A's coming into town who've lost eight straight. Whole lot of Texas by more than one run tonight. And it's plus money. Give me the Rangers, minus one and a half, plus 100. Even money. Rangers, they're going to go big tonight on Oakland. Riding with Ivins as we go for two straight. Not bad. Ivins, you've been on fire, man. You've had a really nice run. Really, really nice run lately. So if I'm saving all this money, not only am I blown away with how much money I'm picking up, but I want to know right now, we're going to put a little true serum into our next guest joining us right now. Scott Gropp here on the corner, Oak Ridge here on Illinois as well. Scott, first and foremost, handshakes around, bro. Oh, baby. Thanks for having us out here. <laughs> oh, thank, you, thank, here. thank you very much. Thank you very much. Scott, yes or no, $8,000 over Kelly Blue Book trade, and that's unheard of. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. That's unheard of. I'm telling you, that's what we do here at the Volume Dealer. you got to step up to the plate. You know, this isn't a museum. They're not getting more valuable sitting out here. Up to $8,000 over Kelly Blue Book so we can pay it off no matter what they owe. And everybody's worried about interest rates right now. You don't worry about interest rates at Oak Ridge Nissan, right? don't worry about anything because you can get interest rates as low as 0%. 0%. That means nada, nada, zippo, zero. Hey, listen, whatever you do the math, I'm telling you, it makes it easy at 0%. And you also look, I mentioned this right when we came on the air. The first thing I thought when I pulled in here was I was like, whoa, Scott has inventory. I'm telling you, that's what happens when you're the volume dealer, number one uh, in East Tennessee. I'm telling you, you sell the most, you get the most. That's how it works, and so we always have the most. And if you're looking for a lower payment, how about this? How about a Nissan Versa or a Nissan Sentra as low as $269 a month? Nissan Kicks as low as $319 a month? I'll and take one. I'll take one. Where'd you see that? That's crazy. Those are 1990s payments. Oh, well, thank you very much. That's what we do. I'm telling you, I feel a little retros. Ha, 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 ha. Staying alive. Staying alive. Oh, oh, that's 70s. Wrong genre. Hey, bottom line is this. That's exactly right. I'm telling you, we do things other dealers can't or simply won't do. So I got to ask you, I've been told by a birdie, you guys can arrange it where you have no payments until 2024. Tweet, 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 tweet. That's right. Little Birdie was telling you the, the, the truth. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. We're off to the Samsonite luggage round, folks. I'm telling you, no payments till next year. Whatever it takes to make the dream come true. There's a lot of ways to buy a car, and what we do is find the way. I'm looking right now. Construction reduction sale. How are you guys able to do this when there's just, you got hard hats and dust everywhere, but yet you're keeping these vehicles clean and moving them? I'll tell you what. All weekend long, man, that's, Scott. That's exactly right. I'll tell you, uh, the folks, it's like Burger King here. They want it their way. They get to have it their way. I'm telling you, it's been drive-out tag motors, cars pulling out of here all month. Had a 20-some-odd car day last weekend, wow. uh, Saturday. And uh, I'll tell you, it's just been absolute uh, for you guys that are a little bit new with me. Yeah. It's called Max Pan. You remember? Do you know what Max Pan is? It's Walk max, me through uh, it. Uh, Tyler, it's maximum pandemonium. There you go. <laughs> That's what we do. We ring the bell, get and people I'm a, excited. And I'm acronym for abbreviation guy, and I didn't know that. And, and one other thing I want to mention, the Q-certified vehicles you have there for people that are buying pre-owned, but they want peace of mind. 
Seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty? Are you kidding me? That's exactly right. I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you, seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. You don't have to worry about a doggone thing. And I'll tell you what. We've got a service department back there, second to none, headed up by uh, Mr. Ken Absher, uh, J.P. Anderson, and, and company back there. They will. <laughs> people drive from everywhere because they know they're going to get the service they deserve. And you're going to get the best deal as well, $50,000 cash guarantee. I'll tell you what. That's exactly what we do. I mean, we're not going to be nobody. and I mean nobody. Nobody's going to touch us. I'm telling you, we'll beat anybody's best deal on a new Nissan or give you $50,000. There you go. That's exactly right because it's not going to happen. I, I, I was about to say, do it Scott, person. I want to see him do it person. I didn't come here to do, a, to do a sports show. I came here to hear that you can save thousands of dollars. That's why I came. Yes, sir. Dude, after all my cigar smoking, I can't hit that anymore. <laughs> I can't hit that No, I can't hit that right, Let me ask you this. You wearing a cup? I'll help you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Are you, the, are you the general manager of the Lakers? Because we can talk about that, too. But seriously, Scott has a ton of inventory here. And when you're look, if you're worried about paying 5, 6, 7, 8% right now, as low as 0% financing right now at Oak Ridge Nissan, mm-hmm. and it's not picked over. Pick the, you'll find the thing you want. Not something you have to settle for at Oak Ridge Nissan. No settling here, folks. Do not get pushed into something you don't want. And I'm just telling you, it'll be the best car buying experience you've ever had, bar none. It's just a 10-minute drive away to save thousands of dollars. There you go. We're here till 7 o'clock. They're going to help you, even if it takes you a minute to get off of work. Let's say that you're going to make that short drive coming up here off the interstate. You're taking 40 West. You're going to come up here 10-minute drive. They'll stay late, stay late even when you get off of work tonight as well. Till the last customer serve, you make the drive. We'll make the dream come true. Fantastic. Thank you, Scott. Tell, them, tell them where, gentlemen. Did, Oak Ridge Nissan. Oak Ridge Nissan. Good, good. I got to carry a solid. tune in a bucket, Scott. That's I'm solid. trying over here. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very I, much. Just, uh, true story. I've got, you've got a frontier there, Scott, that I'm going to have to tell a family member about when we get to break because that is, I mean, seriously, your selection is incredible. That frontier right there? That quick trucking around. Just yeah. Come get you a truck. Absolutely. <laughs> He's got one for everything. He really does. We're going to have fun up here with Scott Gropp. And as you can tell, if you've ever said, you know, it, don't judge a book by its cover, I've now seen the first chapter of this book, and I want to keep yeah, reading I like it. it. I, I want to keep There's reading this. Let's rock, gentlemen. Scott Gropp, he's going to be here all afternoon with us here. Tyler and Will afternoons here on 99.1 The Sports Animal. But here's the question. We're six days away from the NFL draft. While you're up here and you're making your next selection in your vehicle, there's got to be some elections made six days from now. Are we going to see more than Darnell Wright in the first round? Hidden Hooker, Jalen Hyatt, Cedric Tillman as a first-rounder? Ivan's has got some inside info on that. 99.1, the sports animal. We kick off hour number two with NFL VFL Draft Talk next. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had the best time. It was challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. And if it wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like it was. Hey, it was fine because I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.